We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Ron, looking ahead, do you think your starting quarterback week one is on your roster right now? Well, I think he most certainly can be. I, I know this. We will go into OTA's minicamp and training camp with Sam Howell more likely QB1, and we'll see what happens. I mean, it's his opportunity. This is a challenge to him. You know, if he comes out and does the things that he's capable of, we believe he's capable of, he can most certainly be our guy. But we'll find out. And, again, that's what competition is going to do. It's going to bring out the best in all our guys. Commanders coach. Ron Rivera on Full Sam Howell being their starting quarterback next year. I want to bet there's no chance he is their week one starter. I'll take the bet. Fifth round pick that played week 18 and attempted <laughs> 19 passes. Yeah. He's going to start week one. I mean, the Bills did do that once upon a time, I guess, with a guy who had played a lot worse. Yeah, that might be right. But they had, the, rookie, they had Allen behind him. Like, the, they, had some, they had another option. The team does have to get sold, by the way. Which could yeah. hinder any sort of free agent pursuit of a quarterback. Maybe. Denver did trade for Russell Wilson while they were being sold. Yeah, couldn't, that's true. Couldn't Snyder think that even like that's true. improves the value of the team? Maybe. Jeremy White, Sneaky Joe here on WGR. All right. I'm ready for a conversation and a fight. I, I was going to say, I think you're ready for a fight on I, this, too. I think I'm ready for a I almost, fight. I need Sal, because I'm not that strongly on the other side. Okay. But... I'm ready for a fight. I'm already getting ratioed on it. Maybe. Roger Goodell. Oh, this. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm definitely not your guy for a fight on this because I think I'm in the minority. What were we going to fight about? Oh, that we were going to fight about Jason Bottrell. Bottrell. That'll yeah. be later. Um, I'm ready to fight about Roger Goodell's comments on officiating. And I'm not fighting Goodell. He's probably right. He says officiating has never been better. It's probably right. Is that a crazy thing to say? I'll go back, Joe, to... The replacement refs. Mm-hmm. I had maybe an unpopular opinion at the time when we went through replacement refs. My opinion was, it's the same, you're just madder about it. Right? The fail Mary in Seattle happens with replacement refs, where they awarded the Packers a touchdown for simultaneous possession or something. Whatever they happened. They awarded the Seahawks simultaneously. If you go back and watch that play. Yeah. They awarded Seattle simultaneous possession when it was very clearly okay. Green Bay. But it wasn't just that. It was one ref signaled, signaled touchdown one and the signaled. other signaled like, review or yep. something. Yep, Something that could have happened this year. Sure. There's, no, we just had, in the AFC Championship game, a ref run in to stop a play that had just happened. And like 10 second, 20 seconds after the fact, they said, hey, that play actually never happened. Right. Even though we all saw it happen. I think it's probably fine. There's a difference. 
between Roger Goodell saying officiating is perfect and officiating is the best it's ever been. It probably is the best it's ever been. And I tweeted this, and I, I challenge anybody to, to, to try and make the point here. I'll listen to it. I'm ready for it. Please make your case. If it's not the best it's ever been, can you tell me what year it was? Mm. And the answer to that is you, you can't. You no can't. one's going to call and be like, you know what, guys? 2014? Uh, <laughs> hell of a year for the officials. No one's going to do that. I think you might have just coincidentally picked the replacement rough year, by the way. <laughs> okay. yeah. but, but anyway, yeah. 2014, right. 2015, whatever. Guys, you know, 87 was a good year for the refs, right? Yeah, you can't do it. Nobody's interested in doing that. What we are interested in doing is constantly complaining about officiating, and I, I don't have a problem with that. You're mad about it. You're mad about replay. You're mad, you're mad about a catch. You're mad about uh, roughing the passer. Yep. A lot of these are being mad at rules. A lot of these are being mad at what the competition committee has decided to do. The report that the NFL is now going to look into the hip drop tackle, mm. where you're tackling a player from behind and drop your hip and land on his legs, they might outlaw that. And you might say, how are you supposed to tackle anybody? That's not officiating. That is implementation of new rules. So if you're mad about roughing the passer, I don't think that's on the officials. If you're mad about pass interference, what's a catch? All these things are constantly tweaked and changed, right? They change whether or not you could challenge pass interference. What they've done this last year that's different than previous years is the sky judge who comes in and says, actually, by the way, that was incomplete. Go ahead and we'll save everybody time and review it from where we are and get you on the move. And don't they do that relatively effectively? They, they do. I saw numbers that they saved 100 challenges or 147 challenges yeah. on the year were saved by the Sky Judge, which sped the game up, got things going, and that's a part of your officiating process. I, and that's where I'm good with where the refs are right now or where the process, I should say, is right now because what why are they in the best spot they've ever been? I think it's been part because I think the referees on the field have never had less power than they do at this moment in time. And it also is very quick. It, I think it is, they've streamlined it. Whether or not there is, it, it's kind of clouded sometimes how the process goes, right? The discussion. You know, we after discussion. I think at this point we all kind of know what that means. It means someone called down radio to the ref and said, hey, this actually happened. It's not actually the refs getting together and whatnot. So we still have some confusion on maybe when that happens or maybe it's subjective when that actually gets put in place. But I'm not I'm not ready to complain about hey, because we don't do this all the time, I'm going to be mad about it because if they're getting 90 calls right that they previously wouldn't, that's an improvement. And because I'm not going to be mad cuz it's not a it's not 200. If they're getting 90 more calls right every year and they're doing it quick because they've got somebody up on a, looking at monitors in the booth or in New York and they're able to within 10 seconds tell the referee what actually happened, I don't know I don't know how it could have ever been better than that. Especially when you compare right at the beginnings of replay where it oh, would be yeah. the refs underneath the little curtain or whatnot looking at the 8-inch TV and he's in there for 6 minutes. Trying to figure out what actually happened. Yeah, a lot of this conversation gets to technology. How much are you helping your officials? In the NHL, I've got linesmen oh lo- lo- looking at iPads trying to see if anybody's offside. Right. 
But at some point, the NHL took some of that process and sent it to Toronto. The NFL has done that process where they, you know, outsource it to somebody that can see all the camera angles. If your beef is with, well, some games have more cameras than others. Okay, that's probably right. Mm-hmm. Some games have better technology, better sight lines, but that's not officiating. Right. And I don't think saying it's never been better is saying it couldn't still get better, which maybe is what people are mad about. You're going to be mad at officiating for the rest of your life. You will never achieve not being mad about it. Uh If you went to robot refs that called the letter of the law, you'd be mad about it. Because what we often refer to as a well-officiated game is one where they don't throw flags. It's not where there aren't penalties. It's they don't throw flags. You watch a whole game and there are no flags thrown. The general review is like, well, you know what? They really let them play really clean game it's not about whether or not the call is right it's about what do we want from the spirit of the game or the flow of the game i'm guilty of this i don't want the offside challenge in sport in the nhl period yeah not because i i like the idea of teams fudging the rule but it's because it's not worth it spirit of the game is you know let's move things along here and the nfl has i think come a long way in spirit of the game with holding or defensive holding you know you're not going to call every single foul you can't yeah teams have made this part of their plan the chiefs did this to the bills hold them on every play they're not going to throw the flag every time and if they started to do that people would get upset with they that would get upset they did about it too sure. many flags these officials it's like they want to you know they want to be the center of the show they want to run the show if you found out that the officials for the super bowl throw the most flags in the league you'd think oh great they're yeah. going to take over this game right are they flag happy or are they just a crew that is more likely to call the rules. Right. Usually it's more likely to call... They just, they're just calling the rule book. The The other thing, too, like, Goodell... I mean, what, what's he doing? He, what he's doing in that spot is... That I think is angering people the most, because I, I don't think you could really disagree with the comment. If you just see the comment, there's nothing wrong about it. But I think what might make fans mad the most is any attitude that we're we're settling, that this is good enough, and that we don't want to get better with it, and we don't want any missed call. Like you, you want your league... I think what fans want their league to sound like is we're going to try to get better at officiating until all these controversial bad calls are completely gone away. That will never happen. That will never happen. But I think what you want is you want your league to sound like they recognize that there are horrible calls that affect the outcomes of games and that they're not ignoring that. I feel like Goodell maybe comes off a little bit like, our referees are fine, nothing's wrong, nothing's ever wrong. I think you probably just want an attitude of, hey, we still do want to improve the process and improve you know, just the job in general that they do. So what are the next steps for that, for them? Technology, goal line technology. A lot of people mentioned full time employment, but I feel like I've heard an argument recently why that isn't necessarily like an easy fix. I've never thought that makes any sense. Um, full time, but full time doesn't I mean what? What you're just home all day practicing, watching to see if a guy's knee is down at full speed. Right. I just never have believed that full time makes a difference. I do think it's it's more and more is streamlining streamlining and making replay as quick as possible. I think that's really, that's it. That's all you well, can do. If we go to one other sport that makes this, I don't know, that, that does a better job with this, where have they implemented technology successfully? Should they get rid of the chains so that, that you mean, could go where 
exoskeleton football chip technology, whatever. They have chips in the football now. That's yeah. right. So should they lean into technology, and would that get people off their backs? In minor league baseball, we're, we're about to go to robot umps. Right, like the Bisons games this year will have robot umps. And yeah. does that mean you can't ever be mad about a ball or a strike? You're not allowed to. You can. You well. Who's who's who? Who's you? The player on the field, the Anybody. coach on the field, or a no, fan? No person. Right. If we're talking robot umps, uh-huh. the strike zone is digitally put on. In, no, yeah, in, you, in, in, you can't be upset about no, a ball you're not, or strike. You're not allowed to. How could you? W- w- the same way, if you play a video game and you're playing the the MLB, if you're playing MLB the show, the video game, and it's a ball, <laughs> you can't be mad about it. It, it, it's literally you can't be mad about. It. Come on, blue. Yeah, right. you <laughs> can killing me. Yeah. So, but isn't that what you want? Isn't it, you want to get to a point where it's impossible to be mad at it because you know this is this is it. This is the best possible thing you can do. You know it's right. Also, I you have to trust technology in that spot. But if there's a chip in the football that says exactly where, or let, let me use fo- football might be harder for this because. I don't know. H- hockey, I'm feeling like, is a perfect example of this. If we put a chip in the in the puck, that it goes off when the puck completely crosses the line. And the puck is underneath the goalie's pad. And you can't see it. But so right now, yeah. in, under the current process, you'd look at it on camera and say, the ref would say, well, I can't see the puck. So I can't call it a goal. All right. and is, but, that, is that bad officiating? No. no. That's, that's actually fine officiating. But if I have a chip in the puck that goes off underneath that pad... That says puck was in the net. As a fan, you're not allowed to be mad about that because you have to trust the chip in the puck. And I would trust it. Not everyone maybe would. I would trust it that well, okay, technology is telling me that puck was in when I can't see it. That's the right way to do it. There's a good, of course, there's a good example of goal line technology that exists in the world of soccer. You're no longer allowed to be mad. The referee's watch buzzes and says that was a goal. Right. And you, what are you going to do about it? The computer chip says it was in, it was in. But are we saying that's a problem? No. I, okay. I, I think what, what we're getting to is a lot, of what, <laughs> a lot of what you want can be solved by technology, but I do think that there's probably a limit to just how much technology people want. Do you want officials making a decision on – I mean, some of, these, some of these are tougher. How does technology, how does AI make a call on pass interference? Right. It, do, it doesn't. Holding. How does it make a call on – and – Back to your analogy about video games. Okay, you want AI. Somehow they develop it. It, yeah. can, it can call pass interference. Where are you putting the slider? Is it all the way call everything? Is it let uh-huh. them play? You know, that you can build in a bit of subjectivity when it comes to the sliding scale. You want to play Madden, go ahead and dial the dial between 0 and 100 how often they call penalties. Yeah, you can. And I think you could do you that. You can in do the game. that. Yeah. You, you can absolutely do that. So. Like, what's the right answer? This, I just think it's a popular thing to complain about, and there are. It's not to say the complaints are unreasonable. It's people want transparency. They want things to be right as often as possible, and they want the game to just keep going. Like, let's move along here. Don't stop my game every five minutes to make sure you get every single call right. Let's just keep going. Well, my, where my defensive Goodell would be right now is I feel like they've achieved that, haven't they? The game does not slow down because of replay nearly as often as it used to. And I'm I'm a fan who has never known a league without replay. So like I grew up with this and it has been painfully slow forever. And now I know the process is different and again it's a little bit more it's a little bit more 
behind the curtain, but it's it's so much faster than it ever has been. So I think what Goodell is saying is right, that it has to be the best it ever has been because that point, the game is not being slowed down like it used to. And if they can continue to keep it so that it's fast, like th- that to me is where my one criticism might be of Goodell is I don't like the idea of settling for, well, you, you'll never get it perfect, so I'm just going to throw my hands up and settle for, well, you know, human error. Human error is just going to be a part of it. I don't want to have to settle for that. As technology increases, get a little bit better at it year by year. Because eventually, like this has happened. If they didn't introduce replay 20 years ago, they would have never gotten to this point where it's as fast as it is. And if they didn't continue on with it from here on, 20 years from now, they might be able to do it in a snap of a finger where their watch is telling them. And we might love it then. But you can't get to that point if you're not taking steps along the way. It doesn't happen overnight. Yeah, and as the league, you have more than one more than one goal. If Roger Goodell were to say, all right, fans, we can have perfect officiating. Games now last five hours. Anybody want that? Nobody would want that. Nobody. Nope. We'll review every single play, every single position. We will scout it and break it down like Pro Football Focus does grades on players. After every play, the left tackle will be studied by a former left tackle who has played 30 years in the league, and, and he'll, everybody will green light every position that no penalty was, was occurred or no penalty occurred, we would all say, that's horrendous. Please don't do that. So, well, aren't this kind of happens in the NBA, doesn't it? Like, the ends of games sometimes can who, be unwatchable. Who a ball went off of to go out of bounds? Yeah, right. and really, that what is the NBA doing with that? The NBA has decided, we do not want an official mistake deciding the outcome of a game late. We do not want ESPN, Fox, whoever, we do not want them spending a week talking about how an important game was decided on an official's mistakes. They have decided that is not going to happen. But they're, the, the consequence of that is when you watch the end of an important NBA game, the final two minutes take it can be miserable. 40 minutes sometimes. DJ and Lockport's with us. What's up, DJ? Hey, guys. So the whole, the whole thing with Goodell saying that, it kind of irks me as a fan a little bit. There's Jeremy, like you said, the quote-unquote good game is the clean game that's not – there's no flags thrown, which can be right in some cases. But then my two games, as a, uh, my example, would be the Bills-KC game, the AFC Championship game a few years back. KC clearly was grabbing, holding. They, they had a big thing with, you know, with holding our receivers that game. And we, I don't think we got one uh, defense, uh, defensive pass interference call. Then you skip forward to the Super Bowl. They, pl- they played the same game, yet... Tampa Bay got the calls the whole way. I feel like if you could eliminate those games where there's such a clear bias towards one team getting no calls, it could be just as bad as the quote-unquote bad call by a ref by not making a call that's clear and obvious to, to another team like getting the benefit of a penalty. Because if, if you're winning based off of a non-call, it's just as bad as winning off of a bad call to me. If you could eliminate those games where there's clear-cut bias – then that whole phrase of, you know, there's never been better when it comes to penalties it would be would be true. I just I feel like there's too many of those games where that is the talk is how do you not call these? How do you, how is there no flags thrown in these games that you know to where the outcome of the game is literally changed based off of that you know clear as day you know obviousness that fans see, which is what matters. I mean, it, it kind of puts the game in, into a entertainment value instead of a competition when those things happen. 
Like, it doesn't seem like competition anymore. It's more of a WWF wrestling <laughs> game. That the ref, you know, gets knocked out by the chair and then, you know, mayhem ensues. <laughs> so, I'm up and listen. I hope you guys get my point. Have a great yeah. day. Thanks, DJ. I guess the only thing I would I would suggest is if you're suggesting a conscious bias, I don't buy it. If you're suggesting an unconscious bias where home teams get more calls or mm. one thing that you, you can see quite a bit is if your defensive back gets called for holding on a play, he's not going to get called, called for holding on the very next play or the very next. Same with linemen. They're not going to continue to hit you with the same flag because the game becomes whatever disjointed you can see this in the nhl this is they don't call the third period the same way they call the first period is that a conscious bias is it an unconscious bias is it the kind of thing where the league says don't call penalties in overtime of a stanley cup final game or is it the official saying i don't want to be involved in the outcome of this game even though by not making a call you are involved right so that dj i think you know you're describing the human element portion of it, which is always going to be there. Did the referees have a bias towards the Chiefs in that AFC Championship game? You're not going to get me to believe that. I mean, they could get more calls, and right. at the end of the day, you say, like, wow, look at the disparity here. I don't think every one of those is going to be conscious. You watch an NBA game, free throws are 52-4. to four. Was it on purpose? I'm not going to buy that. But you you do get, without a doubt, those kind of large gaps, which lead to conversations like the one you bring up, DJ, and I think that can make Goodell's comment annoying, but it doesn't mean that it's wrong. I think it can be both of those things. It could be annoying and also be right, what he said. I haven't also heard how he said it. Like, did he expand it all on, like, why he thinks officiating is that way? Because I feel like all these points we're making, why he's right, he could have just completely missed on. Just knowing Goodell, the way I do. So, I mean, he's a shield, right? He's shielding the league. Although, even on that, there was I, I, there was a report that league executives were upset about officiating at the end of the season. I've got the rest of his quote, and we can get a little more on this as well. 803-0550, if you'd like to chime in with your thought on it. And no one's taken my bait. Actually, one person on Twitter. What year was the best officiated year? If you think it can't be the best it ever was, yeah. when was the best ever? I look forward to all your answers. Jeremy White, Sneaky Joe here on WGR. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is kind. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And 
Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.